High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. You may know British comedian and actor Sasha Baron Cohen for his roles as his satirical characters, Ali G, Borat and Bruno. But now the actor's turning his talent to making a super Jewish TV show for kids called Helm, the smartest place on earth. To tell me more about it, I'm joined by Bronwyn Hershowitz, art specialist and critic, about that and all other things happening in the entertainment world. Bronwyn, welcome and thanks so much for joining me. Hi, Cherise. It's always lovely to come back and chat to you about all things fun and entertaining, especially in the Jewish community. And yes, Sasha Baron Cohen, I mean, he's just such a brilliant man. And now he's turning to, like you said, a nice Jewish kids TV special. And it's really based on a book um, entitled The Unforgettable Tales of the Wise Men of Chelm. It was written by a man with the name Shlomo Abbas illustrated by Ami Rubinger and inspired by the classic Yiddish folk tales. Um, the tales are based on, on the sagas, or rather the fools of this mythical Polish Jewish settle, and they have inspired generations of Jews. And now they're going to, well, they have inspired Sacha Baron Cohen, and he's called this TV special Chelem, the smartest place on earth. And um it's really brilliant. It's not it's not real. It's based on these folk tales. Um Cohen will be narrating the show. It, he is developing it with Mike Judge and Greg Daniels, who are the creators of other brilliant animations like Beavis and Butthead. Um so they're kind of likening the characters of Helm with Beavis and Butthead, because they have quite a similar demeanor. And um they just breathing life into this new project, um, in this, into this nonsensical chalmic wisdom that originated from this imaginary city of folks. And uh, actually Chalm is an actual place in Poland, uh, whose Jewish population was decimated by the Holocaust. And it's believed that the real Jewish men of Chalm were actually, um, really learned Torah scholars. So it's really just, um, making fun of you know, these characters, but uh, in actual fact, um, the actual people of Chalm were really intelligent, learned rabbis. But I think it's going to be brilliant. It's it's great old-fashioned Jewish humor. And, uh, you know, once again, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen is at the forefront of genius, in my opinion. <laughs> so, I have to agree with you. I, I think that this would be brilliant for him because it is satire and it is funny and it is witty and it is very Jewish. And he exposes, you know, the kind of complexities of being Jewish through all his work, throughout his work. So um, I cannot wait to see it. How do we see it? I'm not sure yet. I think they're still in the development phases. Um it hasn't been a release that hasn't been um hasn't come out yet. Um like I said, they're still developing it. Um but obviously with with those talks it's great PR to uh promote it now. But no, um there there are no dates yet um for this brilliant concept. Um we're going from one kind of classic to a different kind of classic, Bronwyn. Uh, Roald Dahl was a little bit anti-Semitic and his books nonetheless continue to, you know, be read. And Jewish actors are now taking on the roles of characters in his books and taking it, making it their own. 
Yeah, so let's go into this world of wonder of Willy Wonka and his chocolate factory. And uh, there's the new movie Wonka that's uh, coming out starring Jewish actor Timothy Chalamet, who is dreamy as you can believe. I mean, anyone who has seen him, he's also just such a brilliant actor. And uh, I've seen the trailer for this Wonka. And uh, let me tell you, Timothy, T- Timothy has really, well, I feel is really doing it justice. He is brilliant. So it's really looking at the origin story of the iconic candy maker. And um, we all know, obviously, the original uh, Willy Wonka and the, cho- the Chocolate Factory um, back in the 1971 movie played by Gene Wilder. And uh, I really do think that, like, once again, uh, Timothy is just really filling these brilliant shoes. And if you didn't know, he's actually, um, his mother is a third-generation New Yorker of half Russian and half Austrian Jewish descent. So that makes our Timothy uh, very Jewish. And uh, it's such a beautiful link to it. But there are other actors who are Jewish and linked to the uh, this brilliant Story of Wonder. And yes, we all love chocolates. Um, another Jewish actor once played Wonka on a national, on, on TV, on a national TV series. It was in 2011. Ben Stiller, we all know him. He hosted Saturday Night Live. Um, it was actually Yom Kippur and, uh, Stiller actually opened his monologue, monologue by talking about how he was a little delirious with hunger because of the holidays fast. And then Andy Samberg, another Jewish comedian and actor, walked on stage dressed in the purple pea coat and brown top hat that Wonka wears. And, uh, you know, they started talking and uh, Ben Stiller was like, who are you? And Samberg's like, I'm Willy Wonka. And uh, instead of uh, taking him through um, the world of pure imagination filled with candy, it was filled with classic Jewish deli noshes. So it was a nice little Jewish twist there, um, you know, like things like gefilte fish and bagels with salmon and um, like you can imagine. So there are a lot of links to this. Look, um, yeah, Roald Dahl was, um, cons- well, he was anti-Semitic, but, you know, I, I sometimes think we've got to um, separate the man from the work and his books are brilliant and uh Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the classic, and I think it will last from generation to generation, and we can see it now with this new movie. So I cannot wait for it to come out. It looks phenomenal. We are. We spoke a little bit last week about Christina Aguilera going to Israel. There's been an update. Yeah, so it's really exciting. She's announced that um, she's going to invite Israeli vocalist Eden Ben Zekin to join her in a duet of her song Hurt during the concert. And it's really wonderful because, um, this young Israeli artist actually auditioned for the X Factor in Israel. And she, in fact, sang the song Hurt, which is uh, one of Christina's songs. So it's going to be quite a beautiful full circle moment. Um, and it was obviously, um, Eden's uh, breakthrough moment with this iconic song and now she gets to sing this with Christina so it's such a beautiful moment it's such an another career changing moment for her and uh, I love stories like this I really really do so that'll be an exciting concert 
Uh, it's in August the 10th. If you are uh, in Israel, go and check it out. Bruno, we always get excited when guests break kind of attempts at boycotts and go to Israel or participate um, in, in sports specifically. And we've just come out of the whole big Orlando Pirates playing Israel with people attempting to put pressure on Orlando Pirates to boycott the game, which thankfully they didn't yeah. do. But sport and politics is always there. And now we are seeing Israeli soccer players making it big. 100%. So, you know, I, I always, uh, sports to me is entertainment. It's a different form of entertainment. And yes, there are always politics surrounding it, but this is a beautiful story. Um, an Israeli soccer star, Manur Solomon, will be joining Tottenham Hotspur. Now, Spurs is obviously, I mean, if you all know, it's, it's a very old uh, football club and it's, uh, it has a lot of Jewish history in it. In fact, it has been considered the Jewish football club because so many Jewish people uh, support support it. My father's included in this one as well. And uh, Manor Solomon has finalized a five-year contract with the club. And it's really, really exciting because like you said, you know, a lot of Israeli uh, sports people are now being able to go out into the world and prove themselves in in sports. And we can see it now with with football, we had the Israeli uh, football team playing um, in Saudi Arabia uh, last week, which was really historical. Um, it's really fantastic. And like I said, this is quite an iconic moment because Spurs for decades called themselves Yids and the Yid Army in, an, in a, a very affectionate way. And uh, this is also, it seems quite a beautiful full circle moment. So, uh, I'm looking forward to watching Mano Solomon playing for Spurs. Do you really, really, really watch the soccer, Bronwyn? You know, I'm going to tell you, you're going to be surprised. I, I, I do enjoy sports and I actually, I've, I grew up in a sports home and when I was much younger, I was actually more sports mad than I am now. Um, you know, obviously life changes, but. I do, and I, I will. I will say this: I do support Man United. I'm sorry, people disagree, but that is the greatest <laughs> football team. <laughs> and we can expect uh, the phone to start ringing, but from now, Bronwyn. There's quite a divide in my home. You know, my father supports Spurs. My brother's Liverpool. I'm Man United. My mother's Chelsea. So um, it's it's quite a divided household of sports. But, I would say it's uh, well balanced. I would say it's a very well balanced household. I like that word. It is very very balanced. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, uh, Bronwyn. Yeah, I, I've never thought of sports in the same way that you have. Um, but we are going to move straight along. And we, just before we go to our local, what's happening local, you have an update for me on Helen Mirren and Gal Gadot. Yes, so Helen Mirren, as we know, was honoured by the Jerusalem Film Festival with an Achievement Award ahead of the Premier of Golda. And uh, apparently it's brilliant. Apparently she's brilliant. And uh, there's such a, an interesting story here. Um, Helen Mirren actually told a story about her time where she worked on a kibbutz in the Golan Heights just after the 1967 Six-Day War. And um, during that time, there were still a few shells going off in the grapevines. 
And uh, she calls herself the Shiksa. I mean, we don't like to use that word, but she, she calls herself the Shiksa from London. And she said they yanked her out of the grapevines and put her in the kitchen. And while washing the dishes in the kitchen, she just heard a burst of Hebrew behind her. And obviously she didn't understand it. Eventually she turned around because it was quiet. And uh, she realized she was the only one in the kitchen, in that house, as everyone had gone down into the bomb shelter, leaving her at the back of the kitchen doing all the washing up. So um, it's quite a, it's, it's a scary but funny moment. And it was quite interesting that she was there during that time. Um, people have just said she's the right person to play this role. And I, I think, I think she must be brilliant. So that's quite an interesting connection. And then yes, Gal Gadot is just doing it all. And she is said to um portray Cleopatra in a new movie about uh the seductress. And what I really like about her take on it, she said she really wants to steer the narrative away from um that that Cleopatra is was just the sexy woman who seduced men. And in fact, she was a brilliant leader. And uh, I love that, that we have an Israeli woman playing an Egyptian woman. Um, it, it really, to me, is beautiful and it's poetry to me. I really love that. And uh, maybe it's a lesson that we are all the same and that we um, we all can live in peace and harmony. I don't know. Maybe I'm an idealist. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm very excited to see her take on uh, – the Egyptian beauty Cleopatra. I can only imagine she'll be brilliant at it. She's got such sultry, gorgeous looks. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, it, it hasn't started production yet, but there are talks about it. Bronwyn, we are going to conclude with Nick Rabinovitz, who needs no introduction, hardly any. Absolutely no introduction. So. Nick is back in a brand new show called Rambunctious. It's starting next week. It's opening at the theater on the square from the 25th of July to the 5th of August. And, uh, it's, I'm assuming just exactly what it, what it sounds like. Um, it's Nick Rabinovitz at his funniest. He really is brilliant. So the whole premise of the show is often during a global pandemic, an ISIS terror threat and the chaos surrounding his son's bomb mitzvah. Nick is ready to share his uproarious thoughts and feelings on these remarkable experiences. He says, maybe not the bar mitzvah, but everything else. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nick is just, you know, he's just so witty and his observations are at another level. I I really do feel like he, he operates on a different frequency to others and, and uh, he's really brilliant. So um, looking forward to the show um, with the, Jewish boy, Jewish man, Nick Rabinovitz at Theatre on the Square. Yeah, I always enjoy talking to you because you always feel slightly uplifted. Um, cold weather or not, the Theatre on the Square has a generator, so you need not sit at home in the dark and cold. You can go to the theatre and have a good evening. Absolutely. Bronwyn, that is where we leave it. We speak again in two weeks' time. Before I say goodbye to all of you, let me tell you that the Jewish Women's Benevolent Society is having its famous book sale on the 23rd of July, that is the Sunday, at 9 o'clock till 2 p.m. at the Genesis Shopping Centre. For all your favourite novels and non-fiction books, including Judaica, 
snapped them up for. Can you believe it? 30 rand each. Um, thank you to all of you for joining. Thank you wow. to Craig and I know. <laughs> can you believe it? 30 rand for a book. Um, <laughs> thanks to I'm Craig. <laughs> you did. Me too. Thanks to Craig and Mukundi for putting the show together. If there's anything on the show you'd like to comment on, you're always welcome to send me an email on sharice at shavd.org. Otherwise, until next week, I wish you all Shabbat Shalom.